Welcome to the Revenue Marketing Report powered by Calvermind. Our goal here is to help B2B marketers learn the skills they need to succeed in leadership. I'm your host, Kamala Thompson, and today, Andy Crestedina is back with me. Andy, uh, what are we talking about today? Oh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, yesterday, we had a great conversation, but this one here is about AI, which is, of course, the topic of the year. Um, and it's a good one. I think it's fun. It's a uh, um, I, I try to have a growth mindset and to be open to new things. And um, so I've spent most of a year experimenting with AI and I'm happy to share what I've learned. Wonderful. And uh, it's so funny because if you go outside of the marketing world and look for articles on AI, it's pretty doom or gloom sometimes. So <laughs> yep. I'm happy to be talking about it in a positive light because I think uh, it's going to be a differentiator for those of us who embrace it, learn how to be more productive with it. And those of us who run away from it's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to have conversations about bias and societal impact and labor market, but I'll do that at the bar with a beer later on. When I Between nine and five, I'm trying to get value out of the tools I use. And I'm, <laughs> I have a, just, a, just a purely practical perspective when it comes to AI while I'm working. Oh, those, do, the, those sound like interesting topics, though. I'm grabbing a beverage and want to talk about biases, but let's, let's, hang let's not. <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, but for now, um, would love, and I've I've cheated and heard some of your pro tips, but would you please share with um, our audience what you found working with AI in your content strategy? Sure. So I'm, I'm going to start with two things. One is our goal uh, using AI is for greater productivity and efficiency. And I'm going to set a benchmark. I want to be 20% more efficient. That's it. I'm not asking for anything else. I'd be amazed with that outcome. That's a that would be a big boost. Secondly, uh, my audience and my goals and my voice are different than other brands. We are all different. Your audience is different than every other brand. Therefore, with that in mind, uh, I highly recommend that we start by telling AI a lot about our audience. Tell the target. I mean, every strategist in the world, right, would never just begin by doing execution. Right? You got to stop and think about it for a minute. Like, who are we talking to? What are their information needs? Go back to yesterday's <laughs> show to, 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 you know, for more on this. I like to start with a persona prompt. And you basically say, if you have clearly documented ideal client profiles or battle-tested personas, you can just upload them. Uh, that's the ideal. If you don't, you can start with a prompt like this. Build me a persona of a job title at a company size in an industry in a certain geography uh, with these sort of business challenges and goals. And then the bottom of the prompt starts, sounds like, tell me their hopes and dreams and their fears and concerns, their emotional triggers, and their decision criteria for selecting a company in my industry. What you get next will probably be named Alex. It's always Alex. I don't know, like an Al it's Alex or Taylor. <laughs> It'll make a persona for you. That persona will be incorrect. That's fine. Improve it. Fix it, edit it, tell the AI to, to remove something or add something. Okay, we don't trust it. You don't have to trust it. We're not supposed to trust it. You're supposed to take what it gives you and improve it. Done. We've got a persona that we believe in, right? This feels, we know about our audience and this, and now the AI kind of knows our audience too. The next step all happens in that same thread, right? You're going to keep talking to the AI uh, about what topics, what are the concerns, what are the, um, you know, what are they... What would they find unexpected? Um, 
what are they what are they hoping what are the what is the most useful thing i could publish what tips would be most valuable to them what research might they click on what key phrases do they search for what what social posts might they click on and it's all way more interesting like you, you can run your sales scripts against it you can upload your powerpoints and ask it for feedback you can hit it with your sales you know day or night very very valuable to have a synthetic version of your audience that you can just just you know, how much money do you want to spend on this? What's your decision-making process? Do you have six buyers or one or who, who do you trust? Who are you listening to? What, what podcast do you do you subscribe? You know, literally anything you want to know, you can now work on it and start to get insights from that. The content strategy, the specific content strategy prompts come next, but they're basically, you know, right along the lines of what you'd expect. Um, you know, frequency formats, topics, promotion channels, you know, and, other things that aren't specific to the audience, but you know, you could also, you know, you you put all that together into your into your plan for your content program. When I hear people say I've tried AI to write copy for X and it was terrible, mm-hmm. the first thing I think is, but did you know that you can have feedback cycles and keep iterating? So what you described was 20 steps better because you started with the persona and what they cared about. But you also mentioned it's going to be wrong. That's yep. fine. Of course. Tell it what's wrong and fix it. <laughs> Sounds <Imagine> simple. It, <laughs> I mean, if you hired a person and you gave them one sentence of instruction and they didn't automatically get an A plus on the job, would you blame the person? It's no. not their fault. No. So it, this is, it's way more iterative. It takes way more work. It's harder, like anything. Like it, it, it's very strange, you know, that people, you know, one or two lazy prompts and then judge the entire technology as being, you know, just uh, incompetent. Really, in the end, uh, you know, these are these are things that you're building up. You have to train it. It's actually very tedious and quite time consuming. But once it's trained, uh, there's two types of training that I recommend. One is to train it on the audience, which we just did. But the other is to train it on your brand voice by giving it 55 of your articles, tons of your headlines, you know, lots of your social posts, export things, give it to it. It'll start writing in your voice if you train it in detail. It takes like 100x more training material than people think. But in the end, yes, that that's when you're likely to uh, to, to really get value from it. Uh, and, uh, and then you're well positioned to get a 20% productivity gain. So here, here's briefly, I'll, I'll recap. You've got a persona, then ask the persona for its con- top concerns. Turn those concerns into article ideas. Turn those article ideas into creative briefs or drafts or outlines. And then optional, maybe don't, maybe don't, but that's when you're ready to ask it to write an article. I'm, I'm already, you know, eight prompts deep. It might've only taken me 10 minutes to get here, honestly, but I don't think that that long shot prompt of write me an article about X, it's just never going to work. So I've learned the hard way to stay in one conversation lane, but you mentioned a really great, I wouldn't call it a hack, but a great tip of asking it to write a style guide. Have you done similar things with personas where you ask it to summarize that so you can just feed it back to it and get something concise? Yeah, if you if you have it write something for you and it was not good and you took it out of the AI and you fixed it, the the magical final all important step is to give the final draft back to the ai so that it can, it will learn what you just did and have a better chance of giving you a better draft next time but overall yeah we have to uh we're going to be building this up and when you 
if you want a style guide, if you give it, let's say I, I got, this is very tedious. I've done it. It takes, it took me like an entire Sunday morning. I copied and pasted like 60 articles into, into a word doc. Now I have a massive word doc with all of, with, you know, two years of content. If I upload that to the AI, I need to give it a prompt to kind of um, just acknowledge that it's got it. So it sounds like this. I'm giving you two years of Andy's articles, summarize his style or write a style guide based upon that knowledge, so that knowledge base. So it will give you back something. If you have it create a style guide for you, and asking AI to help you write prompts is another magical trick. Uh, that style guide is something that you can share with your team. You can give it to other people. You know, you can use that. You can keep improving that, keep it separate. If AI forgets about that huge document you uploaded, you still got your style guide. You can you can load in. And then also, I think there's um, people get turned off by AI because it uses a lot of sort of AI typical words. It always wants me to write headlines that say, unlock the secrets. I would never write unlock the secrets. That just sounds spammy, like so weird. Unleash. Un I don't write unleash. I'd never Demystify, write Demystify, or is that 20 Demystify. years ago? Demystify. No, yeah, like those words are AI typical. So make a list and give it to the AI. A list of words to avoid. Yep. And just load it up. If it keep, you keep using a word you don't like, just add it to the list. It'll stop using it forever. The feedback loop, kind of important. And I do like your point that if something isn't working for you, tell it and it'll adjust. I do want to talk a little bit about a bias that might not be the worst thing. So, and that is recency bias for companies who are just figuring out their product market fit, their personas. How often do you think people should reassess their content strategy or what are the signs they need to look for that maybe they should be looking at more recent customer information and adapting? That data is almost available in real time in your analytics. Uh, if you're active on social media, you have social media is a very data rich environment. Um, hard, to ex to, hard to export social media data and get it into AI. It tends to not be very structured. I struggle with that with LinkedIn. Um, but you may not be thinking of it this way, but everything that you post is in fact a bit of an experiment with feedback and you can start to see these things got great traction these things got bad traction um but no the sales conversation stuff is a tough one uh i don't have a great answer i mean your your sales closing rate is down or yeah. you don't have good answers to people's questions uh you're finding a common objection or a new objection that you didn't that you weren't expecting or you don't have any you, know, you haven't supported with any articles yet yeah. Uh, I and depending on how fast your industry moves, uh, that could be, you know, every couple of months. I think that the, I think that industries have speeds, yeah. and some industries move very fast, like design and technology type industries. Other industries, you know, the questions have been the same for twenty years, <laughs> and you got to nail them, but uh, they don't change that often. Yeah, and sometimes you're writing things that are really appealing to a certain audience. So your page visits, your engagement rates, all of those look good, but your conversion rates to actual demos and other bottom of funnel things, I think if there is a mismatch there, that's probably another sign that you need to reassess, you know, something about either the topics you're focusing on or the persona, probably the persona might be a little bit off. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it happens. They have to be, they, especially right now, I think just the pace of change is different than it was. Things are happening more, much more quickly. Uh, there's big disruption. I mean, from GA4 to AI and and now Pickleball. Whoa, what was that? I was not expecting Pickleball. I had no idea that was coming. So 
uh, it's a good time to reassess your personas. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I remember going to a park recently and being like, what are they doing? That felt recent, but it was probably a year ago. Yeah, time to, if, when you see people at the park doing something, you don't know what that is. Get out your personas. I mean, it's time to take a look. Like <laughs> <laughs> Revisit those. <laughs> I love it. Or if people start calling the market something like the sassacre or the disaster, or it's right. probably time to reassess. Oh, do you remember when the word cloud replaced the word internet? Yes. Yeah. It's like, where did that come from? Like, it was just one day everyone decided that, yeah, or like SaaS and freemium. Uh, so AI is not recent enough. You can, you can try, but um, you sort of have to, you know, what's worthwhile sometimes is to scan the titles of sessions at the major conferences. Mm. Those people spend a lot of time trying to catch lightning in a bottle and um, that those might give you clues into uh, what's trending or about to trend. But what's funny is they're usually doing call to speakers a year to six months in advance. So you're probably missed the boat anyway. It's fine. Yeah. If you're trying to be, and I'm not a fast adapter. I mean, people think I am because, uh, but it takes me a while uh, to catch up to things. I'm not like that early on anything, but uh, when I see things come and I skip huge trends, Clubhouse, what's that? Blockchain, Web3, huh? NFT, I am no pay no attention at all. But AI was one where I saw I mean, this is one that's worth, you know, literally blocking time on your calendar for an hour a week to just run experiments. I think that's fantastic advice. Very smart. And uh, hope that people get a lot of value out of this and start using it to become more productive. Thank you for being here and talking about this topic. Looking forward to talking about what B2B websites get wrong tomorrow. See you then. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to the Revenue Marketing Report. Please tell two friends, subscribe, download, whatever you can helps. And for those of you looking for more great content like this, check out calibervine.com.